Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers cutback podcast time. A little bit of an issue there. Uh, but the 49ers get a huge win over the visiting Los Angeles Rams. Hope everyone is having a good day today. Uh, this is going to be a fun episode because the 49ers get a big win. I think that's exactly what they needed. What's up, Shooter? How's it going? Hope you're having a go. What's up, Jess, as well in chat? Uh, hope everyone's enjoying this game that the 49ers just uh, got the huge win against a division rival. Now they're first place in the NFC West, which I think is hugely important. Uh, so the Niners get it done. I'm excited about that. What's up, KNDR? How's it going? What's up, Ziggy? Uh, welcome to chat as well. Uh, it was a great win for the 49ers going ahead and holding the Los Angeles Rams to no touchdowns. The fact that they held them to no touchdowns is absolutely impressive. Sean McVay doesn't get shut out uh, as far as touchdowns very often. Uh, but the 49ers get it done. They get the big win. And and now it feels like the season's going in the right direction. Jeff Wilson Jr. with a huge touchdown run in the first quarter. That was very nice. Uh, and overall, Kyle Shanahan dialed it up and Jimmy Garoppolo executed um, pretty good. He didn't turn over the football. I think that's a plus. That is really what we, we needed from Jimmy Garoppolo in this game. Matthew Stafford was the one that turned over the football. Uh, it wasn't Jimmy Garoppolo. And what's up, David? Mr. Corey, how's it going? Uh, Mr. Corey says, Ufonga and, and my breakout defensive player, Ebucom. Ebucom had himself a really good game, including that strip sack at the end. Uh, so the 49ers, you know, of course, are going to have some more question marks. Eric Armstead left the game again with the plantar fasciitis. Uh, Javon Kinlaw didn't play. So we're going to have question marks there. I was entirely wrong. Jordan Mason didn't carry the ball. Troy Aikman says that 
Uh, Kyle Shanahan's worried about the other running backs being able to fill the role that he needs for this offense. Uh, that's not good for Jordan Mason. So I think all that stuff's going to be talked about this week. Uh, but overall, I just want to enjoy this game. Talanoa Hufanga uh, with the big-time interception, the pick six. You need a big play. It doesn't get bigger than that. Uh, the 49ers safeties have had good games against Matthew Stafford, and Hufanga continues his absolute blitzkrieg through this league, proving to be one of the better players, one of the in most uh, instinctual players there is. And I think he's he's a gem, man. He really is. You worry about him coming into the season in coverage, but he's just excelled in every area of the game. It's been very nice. Does he have his misses? Of course, they all do. Uh, but you got to be hugely excited about that. Tayshawn Gibson with the missed interception. Fred Warner with the missed interception, or we could add even more. And what's up, everyone that's filling up chat? Good to see you. This is going to be a fun one. Uh, him Fonga. Yeah, him Fonga. <laughs> like that, David Campbell. Uh, Ziggy says, got a pass to run. That's exactly how it worked. KNDR says, seven sacks is ridiculous. Yeah, you can't put out a makeshift offensive line. And I thought D'Amico Ryans is to get tremendous amount of credit for the way he ran stunts to confuse the the offensive lineman on the interior to be able to get Bosa home. Uh, the blitz where Diameter Lenore got home. Fred Warren, Trey Greenlaw blitzing as well. Fantastic. What's up, Spy Nick Danger? Welcome to chat. Uh, yeah, and we got one from Jay Ellie. Exactly. That was huge. David Campbell's this D is terrifying. They're a championship caliber defense. We're three games in, and this defense is the best defense in the NFL. And uh, that is good news for the 49ers. That means Jimmy Garoppolo in this offense. They don't have to be nothing better than middle of the road. If they're middle of the road offense, this 49ers team can win football games this year. A championship caliber defense is what the 49ers are going to ride on all year. Now, they're going to have to fix the interior defensive line. Of course, Ridgeway and Givens are absolutely fantastic, but you're going to need some depth there because we don't know the status of Kinlaw. Armstead left the game. Uh, could this be time for the 49ers to bring in a defensive lineman? Uh, I wouldn't even be surprised if they don't bring in a couple. And Dominican Sue being out there, I know I'm I'm kind of pushing that a little bit, but it depends on how long Kinlaw and Armstead are going to be out. But the fact Armstead had to leave the game, maybe it was situational. They knew they were going to need pass rushers anyways, so they just decided to rest him. But it just leaves me a little bit of concern. But yeah, the defense is fantastic. I love it. Uh, Mr. Course says Javon Kinlaw never plays. That is not true because Javon Kinlaw played the first three games, Mr. Corey. I can't get away with that. He plays some. Uh, I don't I don't game like I used to. Says as soon as Jeff broke his run, I said Ant called it. First TD, Jeff Wilson Jr. breaks off a long run. Thank you so much. I love Jeff Wilson Jr. having a good game. I thought his vision was fantastic. He was cutting, getting foot his foot in the ground, getting upfield. Uh, it's, it's been good. And uh, you're right. I, I got lucky with the Jeff Wilson Jr. was going to score the first touchdown. I did think the 49ers were going to establish a run game, uh, but he broke, and it was a nice run. It was a little short toss, and if you're on the breakdown on Patreon, we talked about how that was something they did. I even might even talk about it in the game plan video. The little short tosses are something LSU did, and that gives the running back a two-way go. He can go inside or go outside. He went inside. Uh, Spencer Burford came across and bo blocked Bobby Wagner on the play. Burford had a couple of mistakes in this game. But there were moments like that where he looked fantastic. Like, okay. But it was nice having Daniel Brunskill. And I want to watch the film, but we did not absolutely stink with Jalen Moore at left tackle, which means he fixed some of the problems from last week. Of course, he's not going against Bradley Chubb or those guys, so it makes it a little bit easier. But, uh, yeah, Colt McKivitt's hurt too. 49ers definitely are 
hurting a little bit in the offensive line. It's nice to have Daniel Brunskill back, and he got some play in this game as well. What's up, Hugo? How's it going? Welcome to chat. We got all the heavy hitters in chat today, which is good. Uh, JLE says, more holdings and nine getting away from a few. Yeah, there could have been more. You're right. Uh, the holding, you know, they're, they're getting away with holding. Really, both teams didn't really have that many holding calls. I think there was only the one that was on Brendel. Besides that, there's just no holding. They're just That's not an emphasis for teams this year, or I mean for the referees. Uh, so, so far, I haven't seen that. I felt like it was going both ways pretty good. Referee crew was good. Had no problems with the calls. I mean, you you know, you might feel like some of them are ticky-tack, but overall, it felt like they let the guys play. It was a nice flow to the football game. So, I, overall, it was an exciting Monday night game. I really did enjoy it. Mr. Corey says, beating the Rams 24-9 without five starters, six if you can't trade Lance, and losing two more during the game. It's dominant, and it's talent, uh, you know, acquirement. Uh, the fact that John Lynch has helped acquire all these players, they have so much talent that they can now withstand those injuries. It was during the, the first part of the, the tenure of you know, Kyle Shannon and John Lynch, they were acquiring talent, but they didn't have the depth behind them in case something happened. You're seeing that come you know in focus with the Rams. They don't have the depth behind. The 49ers do have that. And thank you so much, JLE, for re-upping uh, your membership. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, always big. And Jelly says, keep putting in that work and enjoy the W. I will, JLE. Thank you so much. And yeah, I'm going to keep working. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun this week as the 49ers. Are, we're going to be in celebration mode. The 49ers, we're going to be celebrating their win. Um, it'll be some fun conversations during the week. And then, of course, you know, we'll be getting ready for Carolina. Carolina just played Arizona. That'll make for a nice scouting report video. Uh, we can get into that. Um, Carolina and how they did against Arizona's but thank you so much for re-upping your membership and taking advantage of that membership super chat uh really really appreciate everything Jay Ellie uh WTM said that W felt good uh love it WTM it did it felt fantastic you know there were mistakes from both teams uh this time Ray Kyle puts the ball on the ground 49ers find it that's different than last week in Denver Robbie Cole missed the field goal the defense comes up with a stop it was just consistency uh, from this defense, every single time they needed to pick up an area of the football team with their special teams or offense, they did it. Uh, overall, that was fantastic. I thought Jimmy Garoppolo did a good job of playing within himself, taking what the defense gave him, and then the playmakers making plays. Debo freaking Samuel uh, is just an absolute menace in this league. That play, he made that catch to go up and get the football over the corner's head, and then he takes off. He jukes someone immediately. This is some Madden caliber stuff. Uh, he gets some good blocking downfield, so appreciate his teammates, George Kittle, making a huge block. Then he breaks, and Ramsey has him and goes low, and he runs through his tackle. And Jalen Ramsey's no joke as a tackler in this league. Runs him over, establishes, hey, you're not going to stop me. And then Brandon Ayuk knocks over the, the linebacker at the goal line. Fantastic play. Debo Samuel is tremendous and he got it going with those tunnel screens things outside uh you want to put five guys on the line of scrimmage you want to pack the box okay these are the things that are open and if we execute them we have big play potential with our skill players and they were able, able to take advantage of it and also have to give credit to jawan jennings jawan jennings early in this game was making key catches eventually they were able to get everyone involved but early on it was jawan that was making those plays uh so good up to him for having a pretty good game i know he had the drop but he did a good job. And David Campbell says that Tebow touchdown could have been a pick, and he turns into a spectacular catch and run. You know, it could have been a pick. I, I think I want to say it that way, because 
when I initially watched it, I did think it should have been an interception too. But if you go back and look, because of where Jimmy threw it high, the defender would have only been able to tip it and get a hand on it. I'm not sure it would have been a pick six. Um, not exactly like the one he threw in Denver. But, I mean, it was a risky throw, but Debo Samuel makes plays. Debo Samuel is tremendous. So, uh, Mr. Corsi's aunt, did you see Banks Pancake Donald? I did not see that, so I'm going to have to go back and watch. I think there's a lot of stuff I probably missed. Uh, you, you, I'm trying to watch as much as I can, but I didn't see that, so I'm looking forward to watching that. Donald had himself a pretty good game, but overall, I thought the 49ers did well against him. I mean, you know he's going to get his. You just have to kind of limit his impact. I thought they did a pretty good job. Shooter says the only bad call was when Cup, one where he ran into Fred and Fred got, oh, there you go. Bingo, Shooter, you're right. I forgot about the, that one. He literally just physically ran right into Fred Warner, and they called illegal contact. So, yeah, you're right on that. Uh, well said. And what's up, Marvin? How's it going? What's up, Uncle Rob? Welcome to chat. That was a good one, a fun win for the 49ers. Daly says defense holding the Rams to, uh, to field goals. Yeah, D holding the Rams to field goals was huge. Three field goals for the Rams. They just kept, I mean, there were the Rams had first and goal on two occasions, and the 49ers were able to slow them up and not allow them to get into the end zone. Those are huge plays. The 49ers almost had, you know, 31 points in this game. I'm sorry, not 31, but yeah, 31 points in this game. You have the Robbie Gold uh, missed a field goal. George Kittle could have had a touchdown. Um, they they left, you know, they left plays on the field. Uh, it was a nice throw by Jimmy. I think we got to give Jimmy credit for that throw in the back of the end zone over defender to Kittle. Those are the throws you want him to make. Everyone wants Kyle Shannon to trust Jimmy Garoppolo. Third and one, and he trusts Jimmy Garoppolo to throw at the goal line. I think that is good news for their relationship moving forward. And Kittle was just a toe away from getting it in. Uh, what a great play from him. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo with a nice throw. Marvin says Jimmy was excellent today. Hufanga's a monster. Um, Marvin, you're right. And then Mr. Corey says, Ant, did you see Garoppolo miss my boy's Warner? Yeah, he threw it over the wrong shoulder. He he did. He should have let him inside. It could have been, a, you know, he was looking for the safety, but he let it. And then Warner did a good job of flipping around and trying to adjust to make the catch. And then the ball, because he had to do that, was a little bit too far out in front. That would have been a big play. I, I think it was. I think, you know, there was that stretch right there where Jimmy struggled, where he had like three straight incompletions. He missed Jawan Jennings up the seam as well. Uh, he had him, but he just airmailed him, and that could have been a first down too. So there were moments where Jimmy had some struggles, and then there were moments where he looked really good. But overall, it was a tremendously better performance than last week. And that's what I think you're hoping for is those better performances. WTM says six sacks tonight. How excited are we about uh, the the non now excited are you about this non healthy pass rush? Uh, the pass rushes look pretty good. I, I'm excited about the pass rush. I want to see what happens when we when we uh, you know what happens with Armstead and potentially not available. But I'm hoping I'm hoping to see these guys keep, continue to get after it. I was excited to see them go. What's up, David Campbell? Thanks so much for the super chat. David says this defense will give. The four yards, a chance to win every week. Thanks so much for the super chat. And you're right, David. It will give them a chance to win every single week because they are just lights out all over the place. Charverius Ward and Emmanuel Mosley make it so much easier for everyone else. And Diameter Lenore, I know there was some talk last week, you know, why is Lenore starting over Sam Womack? I thought Lenore did as good a job as you can going against Cooper Cup. Now, Cup got his, did not get in the end zone, which is huge. Uh, he got over 100 yards receiving. Cooper Cup, success everywhere. But I thought overall, Lenore did a very good job. They executed their game plan the best they could. 
Uh, just you can't take away a player like that. You're just trying to limit him. I wanted them to hold him to 75 yards. He ended up getting over 100. Um, but Lenore's playing well, and uh, Allen Robinson couldn't do nothing against Mosley and Charvarius Ward. It is so nice having corners out there that one don't commit very many penalties, and two make plays on the outside, tipping balls away. That play by Charvarius Ward on the fade uh, to Allen Robinson, where he turns his head and at the last second knocks the ball away. Fantastic. So yeah, I absolutely love those plays for sure. Um, yeah, Jay Ellie says Fred should have had that pick. You're right. He should have. He jumped it. He was right there, uh, and he didn't get it done. Uh, Jay Ellie says, who had the final sack force fumble on the second to last drive? That was uh, Samson Ebucom. Ebucom got there. That was a great play. I was loving the way they pass rushed at the end of the game. They had uh, Samson Ebucom, Nick Bosa, Drake Jackson, and Charles Aminahue as their NASCAR package. To me, that is something we can see moving forward, especially late in games. Get your athletic, fast edge rushers out there all together. That way, if a quarterback does scramble, things like that happen. Ebucom getting home in time. Stafford climbed the pocket. Thinks he's going to be able to get the ball out. Uh, but just like that, Ebucom's got him, and the ball is loose. And, uh, you know, that's why you got to keep playing, too. Good ups to the 49ers for actually recovering it. Because I saw them for a second. Looks like they were just going to let it bounce away. Uh, but they didn't. So that was nice. This, of course, is Garoppolo's best plays. Whereas run on third down and him avoiding a sack in the fourth. Yeah, he, I mean, he did enough, right? I mean, that's what you want from Jimmy. Don't turn over the football, make enough plays, convert on third down. He threw for over 200 and, uh, you know, 30 yards today. I think that is a good line for Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, that's what you're looking for. You know, run this offense. There's one play in the first quarter where uh, Kyle had to use a timeout. They got out of the huddle late. And Jimmy had came to the line and canned the play. Well, there wasn't enough time to get it off. And he looks to the sideline and he says, hey, Kyle, uh, was that right? He was wanting to know if it was the right play. And you know what they did? They canned the play and they ran the pitch to Jeff Wilson Jr. That is dialogue between Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shannon. That's getting them in the right play, depending on the defensive look. That is so important for this 49ers team moving forward. If Jimmy can get them in the right play, it's going to help things a lot. So that was huge. WTM says Jeff Wilson Jr. seems faster. The Mitchell, does he have the Mostert type speed? No. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. is not faster than Elijah Mitchell or Mostert, but he's quick enough to make things happen. And he looks more explosive this year than last year. He's definitely recovered from the meniscus. This is the Jeff Wilson Jr. I saw at training camp. This is why I was excited about Jeff Wilson Jr. That's why I knew he was going to be running back too, because this is exactly who I saw. Uh, so I think that's what the 49ers uh, know and they saw, and that's what they're hoping they're going to get from Jeff Wilson Jr. the whole year. So what's up, Mike? How's it going? Welcome to chat. Mike says Niners D drop two easy picks. They can get even better at it. Uh, yeah, they can get even better uh, for sure. They did drop some opportunities for interceptions. Tayshawn Gibson should have had a pick. You know, uh, Fred Warner should have had a pick. Dre Greenlaw almost came up with a pick. There were opportunities out there. Stafford gave the 49ers, I mean, uh, the 49ers opportunities to make plays and interceptions. They weren't able to capitalize on all of them. I wish the Gibson one would have happened. That would have kept points off the board. Uh, so hopefully the you know hopefully the, the Niners will just keep getting better. The good thing is they did get some. Where they got none in Denver, none bounced their way. This time plays went their way. Hufanga jumping that, that route was fantastic. Um, Hugo says, honestly, I'm surprised D'Amico threw some blitz packages in there. You can do that when you have Mosley and Ward in there. Yeah, I think this, that's it, right? Last year when they blitzed, they would get beat. They could get burned by a you know a mismatch 
But when you have Mosley and you have, you know, Charvarius Ward, they can go out there and they can make plays and you can feel confident in those situations. They've done a pretty good job. I've been excited about it overall. Um, so yeah, those those corners and I mean that's why we did a video way back. Uh the Charvarius Ward, you know, uh, we're talking about his effect and lockdown ward. And, you know, people said, oh, he's not that kind of corner, but he is. He is that corner. What's up, traffic? Welcome to chat. Uh, welcome. And Mr. Corey says, who recovered the Ebucom force fumble? And I think it's like Kerry Hyder. Not surprised when Kerry Hyder finds the football. Uh, WTM said, we have the Panthers Sunday. Do you see us uh, holding the Panthers to field goals as well? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Baker Mayfield is on the brink of getting benched. Uh, there are some turmoil going on there with that roster uh their their team it has talent you know dj Moore. they have some ability but they should have beat the arizona cardinals and the arizona cardinals defense as not you know tremendous they're they're average and uh carolina struggled to move the football against them carolina let arizona hang around i mean of course it's a trip to the east coast that's always makes things interesting but i think the 49ers are a team that can hold the panthers to no touchdowns and right now, the, the Niners average of points, I don't even know what it's going to be after this, but they gave up their, their season average, which is nine points. They gave up you know nine points in this game. Ridiculous defense from the 49ers. I know there's going to be extra added pass yards added in because of the, the late uh, game throws by Stafford. But overall, uh, yardage aside, this 49ers defense just showed out in a big way. Uh, SL Million says, great game Niners defense might be Hall of Fame worthy. Uh, they're definitely championship uh, caliber, so that's good news. That means the 49ers have an opportunity to win every game they're in, like David Campbell super chatted about earlier. Every single matchup, you got to feel like the defense is good. It was funny because early in the game, as Stafford was driving, I was like, oh, no, uh, are we going to give up a touchdown early? And as the game went on, I felt like I got just more confidence in this defense. Like, oh, no, we're about to get a stop. Oh, something's about to happen. They're about to make a play. And I think that's what's so nice about this defense. You just see it, Bray Greenlaw playing, you know, in the middle at linebacker and then running the pitch to Cam Akers and him flying downhill, getting in his window and making the tackle uh, behind the line of scrimmage. Those plays are just fantastic. And they add up, you know, Fred Warner one-on-one -on -one with Cooper Cup at the goal line and just locking him down on third down at Stafford, throwing it, you know, errantly coverage. How many middle linebackers in this league can man up one-on-one -on -one with one of the best wide receivers in the league and Cooper Cup and get a victory not very many those are special plays uh from fred warner so yeah this defense has special players a special defensive coordinator loving the way that they're playing right now it's the real deal just like shooter said shooter said this defense is the real deal marvin rose says rams were unable to run the ball so the defense forced Stafford to throw the ball yeah there was no run lanes henderson acres they tried to load up early in this game go double tight and try to pound the football it wasn't there uh, the 49ers definitely did not have to worry about the run. I think that's part of the reason Armstead came out of the game. Now we'll see if his injury got worse or they just decided to limit his snaps. So that's going to be something interesting. I'll listen to what Kyle has to say about that. Um, but I thought that was very, very nice. Uh, Mr. Corey says, I love DJ Jones, but am I the only 49er fan that was glad the Broncos lost to the Raiders and I hate the Raiders? Um, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know. That game... That game was all over the place. Uh, it was so weird seeing the Raiders capitalize on the turnovers the 49ers should have capitalized on, so that was kind of frustrating. SL Millions to Talano Ufonga is the next Troy Polamalu. I know one thing. He's the first uh, Talano Ufonga, and the first Talano Ufonga is pretty darn good. You know, the question marks, you know, that's the thing. When you're a college player and you come into the NFL, you're going to have question marks, things you need to work on, things you need to get better at. 
The question marks were never his instincts, which he always showed he had, his ability to tackle around the line of scrimmage and to make plays on the screen passes. If you go back and watch our early draft breakdowns, that's literally what I talk about. But what has gotten better is him in coverage. And all credit to him, run fits and coverage are things he's gotten tremendously better at. You tip your hat and you're like, you know what, young kid, way to get at it. So uh, that's really nice. And what's up, Brad Jones? What's up, David V? Welcome to chat. I saw your guys' names in here. Uh, always good to have you guys there. David Campbell says, I think Huff saw that play on film this week. Looked like he knew that play as well as the Rams did. Yeah, his recognition and understanding offensive concepts is is so wonderful. Uh, that was something you saw from a guy like Richard Sherman. That's something they said Jason Verrett does very well. Fred Warner does it tremendously well. Um, and I, I love that we're going to have another guy like Hufanga that can do that as well. Because when you're getting things barked out, you know, pre-snap, it's Fred Warner, it's Talano Hufanga. Those guys are getting everyone put in the right places. The fact that those two have the best understanding of the offensive concepts is good news for us. And those instinctual plays like that, you know, also Talano Hufanga in previous weeks, timing the snaps and coming on the backside, ignoring the quarterback on a boot and making the play in the backfield. Those are just his understanding of of concepts and where he needs to be huge. So I absolutely love it. Um, WTM says, Coach Ant, what grade do you give our offensive line tonight? Ah, I thought it was hit and miss. Um, I thought that at moments they did a really good job of max protecting, of giving Jimmy Garoppolo time. Uh, I thought that sometimes they let Donald you know get away from him. There was a couple busts here and there. So I want to break it down. I think if preliminary, I would probably give him like a C plus, B minus grade, like around there. I want to watch the film um, and just see, you know, what happened. But I did see them make big plays. So for every miss, there was a huge play, you know, like Burford getting to Wagner and, um, you know, other opportunities where they just got a complete really good pass rush. Or like uh, Mr. Corey talked about Aaron Banks pancaking Donald. There were those plays involved. And they did run some whams, which I was excited about. I got to see Charlie Warner go inside and block. Uh, defensive alignment on the interior. That's actually what sparked the huge touchdown. So I think that it was probably like a C plus B minus, but it could always go up or down depending on what the film. I think that's okay when you have this many young guys and backups, uh, but they were able to get it done. It was a, it was a well, well coached, uh, well thought out game plan and they knew what they were doing. Travis is the last thing Baker needs right now is to play the 49ers defense. Almost feel bad for him. Almost. Yeah, you know Nick Bosa's already got the flag ready, right? He's got his flag that he's going to wave after the sacks. Uh, he's got his guys ready to ride. Yeah, this is not exactly what Baker Mayfield wants. The only thing good for him is it's not on primetime. Because last time it was on primetime, he got absolutely handled. Uh, JLE says, and they have LaVisca Chenault. Watch out. Yeah, if they knew what to do with LaVisca Chenault and DJ Moore, I might worry. But they have they have no idea what to do with them, and I think that you know they'll play him in the slot. Uh, they won't use him as much as they should. And Diamond Lenore will lock him down, and Lenore's really good in run fits. He's good blitzing, and he's a solid tackler. So uh, right now, I'm pretty pretty happy with Diamond Lenore and Nickel. I think that's a good situation for the Niners. Of course, his Bosa is going to do another flag plant. Yeah, so we're on the same page, Mr. Corey. Uh, Hugo G says Dre Greenlaw plays with plays. Uh, yeah, he plays with violence. Uh, he does. He plays with aggression, with a physicality. I love it. And he's also got a very intelligent mind as well. Michael Humphrey says, hey, Ant, finally I'm back for a few weeks. Coaching in the fall makes it hard to catch you live. It does. Uh, welcome back, Michael. I hope coaching is going well. Um, I hope you're really enjoying yourself. It's always a fun time. Uh, you know, I haven't coached in a couple of years now, so it's a little bit different. I went and caught a game last Friday, a high school game. 
Um, and it, it brings back memories, but for whatever reason, I just don't feel like getting back into it right now. But I always love the people that do. I appreciate everyone that gives their time uh, to help others. And coaching is one of those uh, thankless jobs. So I want to say thank you to Michael for giving that effort. It's really, really important. Um, Jaylee says 15 tackles for Greenlaw. Yeah, he's leading the team. He's fantastic, Jaylee. He's fantastic. And so glad they locked him up uh, for, you know, a couple more weeks or a couple more years. Uh, that's nice. Greenlaw's earning himself some money, and I'm glad the Niners already got it done, or he would have got a, you know, a huge contract and walked away. Now they would have got a draft pick, but I'd rather have Greenlaw and, and Fred Warner for a couple years. Mr. Course says, I don't I can't believe how much better Hufanga is than Tart. He's showing it. I mean, he's showing it. He's showing the 49ers knew what they were doing. Uh so and you know what? Gibson's played pretty well too. I gotta give props to Gibson. As good as Hufanga's been, Gibson's been pretty good too as his running mate. And we've got Jimmy Ward and Jason Verrett's practice window that could open next week. It, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Um, SG, what's up? Says, I love your use check jersey. Thanks so much. I appreciate that. Uh, Golden Dragon says 44 stands for Brock. Uh, it, it's just Kyle Juszczyk or, you know, uh, touchdown Tommy Vardell or um, uh, Tom Rathman, pretty much any of them. So, yeah. Can everyone still see me? I, I think it might have froze. I'm, I'm, I don't know what happened there, but it's, I'm still talking, so I don't know if you guys can hear me or not, um, but I'm just going to keep going. Uh, Mike says, is Jimmy Ward back this week? Uh, we should do when he comes back. Gibson's been playing great. Yeah, I agree. He has been playing great. Let me see. Okay, we got Robert Davis in the house, says... Uh, Romilia Sports Report uh, gave Niners props on podcast. Good sports. Yeah, good job. And what's up, P. Murr? How's it going? Hope you're doing well as uh, as you join chat. Um, it's a good one. Thanks, thanks, Jelly. I appreciate that. It froze on my end. That's why I was asking. But uh, yeah, thank you. I guys appreciate that. Well, that's good, Robert Davis. Always good when, you know, you got the guys that give credit. I really, really appreciate when, you know, fan. I mean, let's be honest. Even though we're rivals with the Rams, you got you to gotta love the fact that, you know, fans can be fans and all that. So, um, but yeah, I saw this. Uh, JLE says Panthers, Falcons, then Chiefs. Uh, and I like that you said Chefs. I hope you did that on purpose, actually, JLE. Uh, Panthers and Falcons are winnable games. Now, the Falcons are playing better this year than they've played in the past. So, um, they're, they're maybe turning around their offense is a little bit more dynamic, but we have that great defense. Warriors are going to have opportunities to win those two games, and then they got a showdown with the Chiefs. On October 23rd, that's going to be a nice matchup. I'm looking forward to that. Mr. Course says they're going to have to re-sign Kevin Givens. He's a free agent and better than Kinlaw. Um, they're going to have to make some decisions there. You know, they really are. And Kevin Givens is a good player. I think you can bring him back. I think this will be uh, an opportunity where he's showing out, but they'll probably have an opportunity to get him down, a fight, you know, bring his money in more financially. He's uh, feasible, um, but he's playing well. I think that's good news for the 49ers. A long-time Niners fan says, got on Coach Ant. Let's go, Niners. What's up, long time? How's it going? Always great to have you in chat. David Campbell says, when Jimmy Ward gets back, do you think they might use three safety look more? They could. Uh, they definitely could use three safety looks because they could easily put Jimmy Ward in the slot. I mean, he can do uh, lots of things there. So, um, yeah, I think that's a possibility, putting him in those type of situations and then like Gibson kind of, you know, play in the box with Talano Hufanga, let Hufanga flow around. Um, why not? But you have the injury tar to Tarvarius Mord right now. So uh, that would make it a little bit of an easier decision, even though 
Moore is huge for the 49ers and special teams. So, uh, yeah, and long time is saying Hufanga, all pro. Um, he's right now, he's playing close to that level. It is, it is ridiculous how good he's playing. And, and props to anyone that saw it coming. I was worried about his coverage. I'm going to keep it honest. I was worried about his coverage, uh, but he's done a really good job. And I'm, I'm very happy to see that for sure. Uh, SL says, My boy's a Raider fan. He thinks Rams suck, but I'll like to see what happens when the Raiders play the Rams. Oh, the Rams don't suck. Now, the Rams are dealing with some injuries, of course. The Rams have had, you know, some things happen to them, and their offensive line is not great right now. Uh, but by no means do the Rams suck. When you got players like Aaron Donald, uh, Bobby Wagner, Jalen Ramsey, uh, you, you don't suck. You know, and Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford can go out there and still get it done. We'll see what happens if they end up getting Ovo, Odell Beckham Jr. to come back in. Uh, but the real problem is going to be the run game. If they can't get the run game going, it's going to be an issue. But no, they don't suck. And the Raiders, you know, they beat the Broncos, so good ups to them. But, um, you know, they got a lot of work to do still. Jaley says... Steve Patterson out for a while for the Falcons. That's right. Cordero Patterson did get hurt. He had surgery on his knee, so he won't be something the Niners have to worry about next week. That's a big loss for them. Something to remember. Um, you know, I mean, he's a guy that can do it all and has kind of given Kyle fits in the past, but one less weapon for them to be able to use. Traffic says four yards is going to be on that revenge time for the Chiefs. That's going to be an exciting one. You know, you got the high-powered offense. Patrick Mahomes, who's exciting, extending plays, going against the this 49ers defense. Robert Davis says, Huff for Pro Bowl. I book it. I love it. I hope it happens, Robert. I really do. I think if Huff can continue this performance, he'll deserve it. Um, and I think he will be in the talk for all pro if he continues at the level that he's playing right now. So yeah, that would be great if that would happen. Um, WTM says, what do you think about special teams tonight? I thought special teams was hit and miss. Here's why. Number one, Ray McLeod put the ball on the ground. You can never put the ball on the ground. But I did like the fact that Ray McLeod made up for it by having a nice return on the next drive. But then you also had the Robbie Gold missed a field goal. I didn't think Mitch Wisnowski punted great today. This is the first time I thought uh, Wisnowski didn't look the best. Now, could it have been strategic so that way Powell didn't have opportunities to return? Yes. Um, I'm curious what happens there, but... I thought special teams wasn't the best area on the team today, but they had such a great performance last week. I want to see what they do next week against Carolina. Maybe it was circumstance, but you can't put the ball on the ground. So whenever that happens, you got to be a little bit worried about it. This of course is when do you, uh, when you do an O-line uh, breakdown banks, my offensive breakout player is going to grade out the best. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to watch that for sure. I want to see what banks does. P Mercer's Hufonga just makes plays. I've been saying it since last year. You're right. Uh, he finds the football. He makes plays. You need playmakers on your team, and he's one of them. And uh, that's that's nice to have. You need guys that can change the game in an instant, and uh, Hufanga's being one of those guys. Robert Davis says, Rams are top-heavy, and injuries are going to be their downfall. I'm with you. I'm definitely with you. What's up, Paul? Welcome to chat. Always good to see you in here, Paul. Glad you're. I hope you're having a good one, enjoying the win. Mr. Corey says, would, would love to say, I seen Hufanga coming. I didn't and wanted Tart back. I didn't see Hufanga coming. Now, what I will say is once we got to training camp and I saw Hufanga play, I was like, okay, like Hufanga looks good. Like that's when I first was like, okay, Hufanga looks good. I had a little bit of question marks about his coverage, uh, but not his playmaking ability, but he, he has looked fantastic. I have been really, really enjoying it. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a fun one. And, and Brad says, I just love 
that the uh, defense keeps shoving the preseason prediction of PFF, uh, saying our D would only be middle of the road uh, defense. Yeah, it's it's not a middle of the road. It's one of the best in the league, if not the best. I think it's the best. Uh, I think top to bottom is get it done. Injuries don't mean anything. Oh, we lose Aziz Alshire. Uh, we'll get by, you know. And I mean, there was, probably wasn't very much uh, opportunity for Flanagan Fowles to get on the field, anyways. The Rams didn't run, you know, a lot of base personnel to, per, you know, cause you to have a four, your your base four three in there. So there wasn't really anything. And Virgil, what's up, Virgil? How's it going? It says, love your commentary. But what happened to your boy? Uh, my boy Alex. I, I'm. I think that's who you're talking about. He uh, started a new job at the beginning of August, and he's getting married on the day of the Chiefs game. So. Uh, between everything going on, he just didn't have time to continue recording, so he hasn't recorded in a while. Um, so that that's why Alex hasn't been on. Uh, Paul, uh, Paul's on here talking with Jess. Robert says Ray Ray McLeod scares me every time he returns the ball. Scary, and you know what's bad is I had those feelings through the first you know like couple weeks, and then Ray Ray was doing so good at securing the football and then getting positive yards. I thought last week against Denver he did a really good job. That I was starting to feel comfortable, like, oh, he fixed this thing. And then, boom, ball on the ground, and now you're right. Now I'm going to have those type of feelings whenever he carries the ball. Not excited about it. Uh, Marvin Rose says, you mean that flag football game, a.k.a. Pro Bowl? Yeah. I mean, it was kind of like that already. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, but, yeah. Um, Golden Dragon says, I ran 4-3 playing flag football. Ooh, that's, that's some speed right there. Gotta love that. WTM says we had 17 point offense tonight. What ways do you think we can uh have a 24 point off offense on average? Um, I think you know there were opportunities where they missed plays. You know, I mean they easily could have had a 24 point offense if you know they were able to convert on that touchdown where Jimmy got the pass to, to George Kittle. Now it didn't work out. Um, but I think that it's one of those things that they have the ability to do so. They scored 27 against Seattle. I think the more comfortable Jimmy gets being back in this offense. Uh, playing quarterback, the more comfortable Kyle gets with calling in offense led by Jimmy Garoppolo and what his skill set is, uh, he'll kind of change overall how they handle things because Trey and Debo Samuel together uh, ran the offense one way. Jimmy with Debo Samuel, it's going to be different. The Debo package is different. A lot of things that Jimmy does you know, are different than Trey. Trey was very successful outside the numbers and vertically. Jimmy Garoppolo is inside the inside the numbers and you know kind of within that 20 yard range now he has been willing to take more shots but uh seen kyle really getting it going they did hit some plays outside the numbers he had the one to Debo samuel that was nice the one to kyle you where he got yardage those were good plays and i think you're going to see jimmy go outside the numbers more just to take advantage of what defenses are showing him but yeah um sl says niners always play panthers tough i hope we win by two touchdowns i'm with you I think that would make that East Coast swing a lot easier if they walk away with a big win against the Panthers to start. Jelly says, Ant, thoughts on the use of Kittle? I think what they were doing early was the Rams were very dedicated to making sure George Kittle didn't have the matchups that you wanted early in the football game. And I think Kyle Shannon always planned to kind of start using George Kittle as the defense had to adjust to Brandon Uke, Debo Samuel, Jawan Jennings. That's when you can use George Kittle. And that's kind of what happened. Now, I think that as the season goes, you're going to see games that it's going to be, he's going to be a featured, you know, weapon. But I mean, if, if he would have made that play in the end zone, we would be talking about, you know, George Kittle having a pretty good performance overall. Um, but he was fantastic in blocking again. I think there's just going to be times that George Kittle's, you know, he's, he's going to make plays and then still got to get healthy too. I don't think he's all the way back yet. 
I, I think that they know that, and they've got to kind of use some uh, different guys to help as well. Mr. Course says, hate to say it, but uh, the missed field goal by Gold was uh, poetic justice for the Rams because Banks got away with a face mask before that. He did, but, I mean... I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not really huge on that. I mean, even with a face mask, it would have made it, what, a 57-yard field goal? I mean, maybe. I mean, it, I don't know. But I, I get what you're saying. Uh, Robert says, PFF, pretty fake football analysis. Uh, what's up, Sac Francisco? How's it going, John? How about Jimmy Ward and Verrett coming back in the lineup? Yeah, that's going to be fun. I mean, they're going to open their window next week, probably. Uh, it's the first time that they're allowed to do so. You could also see Curtis Robinson's window open up as well. Um, and then they have three weeks of practice. So they don't have to bring them back for Carolina um, or Atlanta. And you might see them for Kansas City. We'll see. We'll see exactly how they do that. Um, they could also wait all the way until, you know, before the, the next Rams game. But uh, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna show some things, I'm sure. We're going to start hearing these guys. I uh, really appreciate it. Uh, SL says, forget PFF. They have the worst point of view in terms of rankings. Yeah, I think you kind of have to just take it, you know, kind of point by point as it goes. But um, some of it's good. Some of it's not. Uh, 49ers Fogies, what's up, Gary? Says, it was great to have Donald's daddy back for the game. Always nice to see Brunskill out there. And I thought Brunskill did pretty good in his first matchup. Curious to see what his reps look like overall. So that will, that'll be fun. And Mr. Course says, Garoppolo also didn't see Juice wide open for a touchdown. Should have been 41-6 or 31-6 now. I will say this, Mr. Corey, when I saw that play, I saw Troy Aikman going on it, and I recognized it pre-snap that Kyle Juszczyk was going to be open. I think there should have been an alert because of the yardage that Kyle Juszczyk should have broke that off early and caught the ball and just, you know, made the first down. He went deep. Now, I don't think that safety actually breaks until that ball is being thrown, uh, you know, to Debo Samuel. So, I would like to wait until we get to the all 22 to completely say Jimmy missed on juice. Uh, but if it is true, I will definitely tell you that you are right. Cause I couldn't tell for sure on, on the, the film, the angle that they were showing, but I think that they actually should have had an alert to where use check just broke it off right there. Brad Jones says we've opened up against the Panthers before tonight's game uh, with a four and a half favorites. How high does that margin jump after tonight's game? I bet you it gets close to 10, nine and a half, maybe um sl gives jimmy a b plus i like that virgil says at steed uh was the last one off the line um before he got pulled oh armstead was the last one i i do remember that play actually uh he looks slow so you're right you're right uh as shylock comes through with you see that clutchness obviously talking about jimmy garoppolo i'm sure right shylock love that you came in uh brad says also on the kittle no td i thought he missed Ayuk. he could have I'll have to go back and watch that again. Uh, so, you know, maybe he is missing, guys. It's possible. Um, Mike Thompson said Juice needs more touches. I thought, I think you're right. It was nice seeing him get involved, having a catch, having a run. Um, I would love to see more of that. We've been calling for that for a couple years. So, uh, yeah. Uh, John says, I love the new Juice first down celebration. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Virgil says, Armstead was last off the line when he got pulled. I don't think he's healed yet i don't think he is either i think it's going to be an ongoing thing um so hopefully you know he's able just to continue to help right now he's just helping to stop the run a uh, 49 gal says uh garoppolo got something to prove to carolina too yeah i mean if you passed on me right i mean that could be enough for jimmy to get kind of excited like hey you pass on me see what happens mr Corey says armstead needs to sit out against the panthers and falcons have him healthy for chiefs they might have to make a move. I mean, they, they don't have enough defensive tackles. I'm not sure I want to see Hicks up there. 
Um, so they might need to make a move and bring someone in. They did free up some money, you know, with the Trent Williams deal. I'm sure they didn't want to use it on another player, but they might have to because uh, their defense is just that good. Shylock says, Chef Jimmy cooked up a dub. I love that. Uh, JLE says, couldn't watch Troy for a quarter. Had to go to the Manning show for the rest of the game. How was the Manning show, JLE? Because, uh, you know, originally I had it on there, but I don't think I can watch a live game of the 49ers with the Mannings you know, interviewing people the whole time and stuff. But I was curious how that went. Um, Shylock says, all he does is win. I mean, he won tonight. He helped the team win. That's important. Uh, Brad Jones says, Kyle seems determined to make Mason earn his carries. Yeah, I mean, and, and that was the thing, right? Troy Aikman said about the running backs that he doesn't feel confident with the other guys he has. Marlon Mack had a big special teams play for the Niners, recovering that fumble by Ray Ray McLeod. Um, but I seen him on the exercise bike later. Tevin Coleman got in on a third down. I saw that. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on. Just a second, guys. Taking care of something real quick. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't. I just don't think that um, he feels confident with this run game the way that Jimmy Garoppolo needs the run game to look. I think having the big physical guys uh, with, you know, with uh, Trey Lance at quarterback, it works. Um, but with, with Jimmy Garoppolo, you need a different style. You need to be able to uh, move it with the outside zone. Now we can get those boot looks and things. Uh, those are good for Jimmy. So we'll see. Uh, Brad says Kyle seems determined to make. Oh, yeah, that's what he said earlier. Sorry about that. Um, Mr. Course is trade for Defoe. I'm sure he wants out of Indy. I'm sure he wants out, but you there's no way you would could afford trading for him. His salary's huge, but you'd have to give up. It's a pipe dream. I would love it, but Brad Jones says I saw Kinlaw's warm up and he looked very uh probably be surprised if he plays the next two games. That's not good. Uh yeah, but I mean now that Kinlaw's it's the knee that he has surgery on, I'm concerned about it too. Marvin says that would be a good Mr. Corey, but do you really think that Indy would go for it? No. They wouldn't. Shylock says, I hate the Mannings. I hated them when they played. I hate them now. <laughs> so funny. And they were funny, but they do distract you from the game at times. That's what I was kind of worried. Um, that's what I was worried about. So that's one of the reasons I didn't watch it on there. Because I was like, man, these guys are going to, um, you know, we're going to have some struggles with, you know, the Mannings talking and interviewing people and they're just screwing things up. I can't do it. I have to stay, like, focused when I'm watching the game. I'm trying to watch everything that happens all the time. Uh, it's tough. Mr. Corey says Jordan Mason gets seven yards against a good defense and it's never heard from again. He didn't get a single carry. I thought he was going to get more carries than Debo Samuel in this game. He didn't get a single carry. It's it's wild. You know, I mean, Tevin Coleman didn't get the ball either. Uh, it was all Jeff Wilson Jr. It was all um, it was all Jeff Wilson Jr. and it was all Debo Samuel. I mean, they're the ones who got the carries in this football game. It's it's crazy. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> golden dragon with omaha chest bump i love that <laughs> well done you know when it comes to the mannings right that's all you think of. omaha 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 uh, i love their stuff that they did like some of their comedy stuff they did on snl and stuff but uh not really i mean watching other teams play on espn yeah i'll watch it uh watching my team absolutely not so i can't do it uh it's just i, I can't get i can't get with it um but i would say i would say Thanks, everyone, for, for watching the Game Reaction Show. I really appreciate it. I'm going to have to go. It's already late. Um, I got I to gotta get you know some stuff done and, and everything, but I really appreciate everyone for hopping on. Looking forward to all the great weeks of uh, great week of content. There's going to be lots of stuff coming out. We're already to Tuesday, so we're going to jam-pack it all in there for you guys. Let me know 
exactly what you guys think of everything that comes out. Uh, and then uh, we'll have a we'll have a good conversation all week. Let me see. I saw something come in from SL. Let's see what he said. Uh, Yo, Ant, where does the rivalry stack up with the Rams compared to the Seahawks? I think when you go back to like some of the early, like the 80s and stuff, uh, that's where a lot of the Rams rivalry comes from is a lot of that. So there's a lot of the older 49ers remember the Rams rivalry from that. I know that's where I got my dislike for the Rams. Uh, the Seahawks one came along later on, and that's definitely a tough one too. Um, so yeah, so yeah, we're first place in the division. Everyone enjoy your night. I hope you guys all have a good one. I was excited to come and talk to you guys. I'll talk to you guys later this week. Of course, it's going to be a good one. You guys all stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.